0: Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to an afternoon edition of The Chaser Report on Friday the 25th of March. We have Charles Firth, I'm Dom Knight, and ladies and gentlemen, it's Sammy
1: Shah! (laughs) That is exactly the enthusiasm I announce myself with before every comedy festival show.
0: I love the (laughs) awkwardness of that, of you sitting in the room. And you've got clearly the comic from behind the stage talking about themselves in the third person. Yeah, it's very
1: strange. I've done once or twice where I've done... Because you have to announce your cell phone. People don't realize this. Um, You're just in the back, like behind the curtain and you go give it up for Sammy Shah. And then I walk out on stage after saying my name. And it's weird. Once or twice I've said give it up for me. And the audience got so confused they didn't clap. So I had to say Sammy Shah for them to remember, oh shit, that's whose show we're here to watch.
2: What I do... Is I, I take it uses it as an opportunity to pump myself up a bit and just because mm. because they they trust the voice of God mm. more than they trust you know you so I've been just recently saying give it up for multi Nobel Prize
1: winning <laughs> Niall <winners, laughs> works really well the best I've ever seen is David O'Doherty the uh, British comedian who oh, uh, I love who, him David's the best and except he's he he'd
0: hate you saying he, that but anyway.
1: Yeah, he probably does like ten minutes of stand-up from backstage That's with great. the audience unable to see him, just riffing about random shit. I thought it was really clever. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad I made
0: you feel like. Do you want to introduce yourself? Why don't we just do it again? Just All right, give let's yourself do that. a big wrap-up here. Okay.
1: okay, here we go. Well uh, I'm Dom, Charles is here And please put your hands together and welcome to the stage The extremely funny, the multi-talented, the very well endowed And extremely unbelievably handsome Sammy Shaw hey. Hey. <laughs> He's going to
0: join us right after this annoying ad
3: Head over to Hulu this March Where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long
0: Okay, so we've given you the big, uh, the big up. Mm-hmm. Your show is coming up. What's it called again? Uh,
1: unappreciated, yeah. which is exactly the right title that's for exactly so that what you can remember the name. Exactly. Yeah, it's called Unappreciated. It is at the Melbourne National Comedy Festival, the entire uh, length of the festival, so from the 31st of March to the 24th of April, um, every night at the Chinese Museum, which is cool. I get to perform stand up comedy amidst relics from ancient China. That sounds
0: amazing. So if I people mean, don't enjoy the show come for the museum is that the picture?
1: Yeah, exactly. Come look at a Ming Dynasty vase if you're not going to listen to my nonsense. And so that's happening and then I'm coming to Sydney for I think 2 days and now it has been announced I will be coming to Perth for one day as well. So that's been uh, yeah. oh, I'm dropping. so
2: sorry for you. <laughs>
1: Look here. Here's what I'll say. Perth audiences are always wonderful. They're way, way better than many audiences in the rest of the country because they're so desperate for anyone from any other part of the world to acknowledge them that they treat you like a king. Yeah, yes, no, Perth yes. audiences
0: are some of the best we've ever had on the Chaser tour. They're really like you flew, you flew all
1: the way here to talk to yeah. us. Yeah. I
0: actually mm. love it's I love got- WA only when I'm in WA, and then when I leave, I'm suspicious of them again. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the festival. I've got that going on. But the thing that I was really excited about today, and basically I've been excited about since yesterday, is the is the announcement that the government made of uh, uh, 450 refugees from Manus and Nauru finally being allowed to go to New Zealand. The New Zealand offer that was made nine years ago to a cowardly Gillard government has finally been accepted by uh, Scott Morrison, is this which is the offer bizarre.
0: that um, Tony Abbott at the time absolutely slammed and made it impossible for the Gillard government to accept that offer?
1: Yes. I mean, the Gillard government could have accepted it anyway if they had any courage or, or backbone or fortitude or any of those things. But, you know, that's asking too much of a Labour government anyway.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Or sort of moral, you know, yeah, sort of exactly. understanding of how the world works.
0: Have you I forgotten mean, how the Gillard government worked, Sammy?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think what it came bad. down to is they basically announced that they're going to put refugees in offshore detention centres indefinitely because it was easier and cheaper than running a competent election campaign.
2: No, no, but you've got to realise, Sammy, like, I think it was more than electoral politics mm-hmm. guiding Julia Gillard. Gillard! was immigration minister and shadow immigration for years before she got into prime ministership. And she was always horrible to refugees. Like, she hated them. I remember um, talking to her when she was really young and... She just hated refugees. She just didn't like them. She was sort of just a bit of a fuckwit. Yeah. yeah. Frankly. Well, like, I, mean, I, I think she went, oh, and oh, and it's also electorally popular.
1: Oh, great. Okay. Well, then there's two reasons to do it. We well, can it turns fuck out of the refugees. Exactly. Every Australian politician, every Australian politician hates refugees. That's just part of, I mean, the, the hatred of refugees is equal to love of coal in Australian politics, but at least mainstream politics, with the exception, it turns out, of Fucking Jackie Lambie! No, oh,
2: oh, Jackie Lambie! I thought you were going to say, with the exception of Scott Morrison. No, I'm Scott just Morrison gonna, ha-
1: hates Jeffrey refugees too. I ask hates refugees what we do with lot.
2: refugee coal.
0: Like, if coal comes here from another country, mm. do we hate it or do we love it? How does
2: that work?
1: If refugees wanted to be accepted in Australia, they should carry coal in their pockets on the way over. Basically,
2: the problem with coal is it's black so they would just yeah them, true they? true
1: I mean, there is that element as well but like i mean scott morrison hating refugees is bizarre when you believe when you understand that he believes in a religion whose main characters the central characters in the in the religion jesus mary and joseph were refugees at one point mm, yeah, yeah yeah that yeah. is it
0: but that would imply that they read and understood the bible and having been to a few a few hillsong events and and having read the bible myself in my youth no not really wait bird, hang on you've been to hillsong events Yes, only to stunt them.
1: Has this come up before?
0: No. We had one of the most fun. I mean, this is a very meandering conversation, but I'm into it. It's Friday afternoon. Um, We had one of the most fun taste stunts that we ever did. Craig and I went to this massive weird Hillsong event uh, Mm -hmm. at the Entertainment Centre in Sydney, vast venue that they've now knocked down. And um, I mean, everyone was just standing out there. What they do at Hillsong is they sing emotionally manipulative songs and then Mm -hmm. pass the collection tin around. And everyone in the audience puts their arms out in front of them. If you imagine a Heil Hitler salute, I'm not making this up, but with both arms, that's mm-hmm. what they do. I was like, a film me with the spirit lord type thing. It's very strange. But anyway, the stunt that we were going to do, um, which we actually filmed and was quite fun, but it just, I can't remember why we didn't air it, but it was asking devout Christians. Uh, so Craig said, Have you heard the news that in the United States, there are two gay bishops? who've gotten married, uh, but they're now thinking about divorcing. Should they, in your view, divorce? Mm -hmm. And I've never seen um, well-meaning but a little bit naive religious people get tied in such knots as trying to figure (laughs) out what God would want them to do, these two hypothetical married gay bishops.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's so bizarre because there's a massive Hillsong um, church or office or whatever in, in, in West Melbourne. It is humongous. It really is. It looks like a huge uh, container warehouse. And it's got Hillsong written in a cool, young, youthful, funky font. And I've always wanted to go inside and, and attend some of the sermons there out of curiosity. So I think I've been inspired by you, Dom. I am going to do that. I'm going to do attend it. Hillsong. Get on board. And then, and then who knows? I'm pretty pliable. I'm pretty easily influenced by everything. So maybe I become a Hillsong guy. You'll
0: now. get your next comedy festival show out of it. I'm absolutely serious. Because they'll love bomb you. I, you know that what they do. Do you do. have
1: any? Do you have
2: any um, child sex crimes that you need to cover up? Um might that might help i'll have
1: to think back i'm um, not none, none that i come to mind right away but i'm sure i'm sure you know you might, might
2: not need to get a hill song then mm.
1: but also keep in mind like that's only relevant if you're leading a religion <laughs> yeah like i just want to be one of the flock i don't want to start my if i start my own religion then i gotta go well if up you a kid, find what, yourself yeah.
0: in a room with a woman um just a bit unexpectedly just,
1: oh my gosh why am i in your hotel
0: room with you mm. this is mm. so bizarre just put it down to your medication. That's uh, that's, that's what God would
2: want you to do. Could, can we just talk about that for a second? Yes. And I know we're going to talk about Jackie Lambie, but let's mm-hmm. just talk about that excuse. Because Brian Houston, who's now resigned as a pastor from the International Hillsong Church, right, He his whole excuse, because he confessed that he'd wandered into the hotel room next door, and had inappropriate relations with the woman who was staying there, right? Which means he's in cover her, story. Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking yeah. to her. Um, but his whole cover story was no, no, I was in the hotel. I, I lost my key. So, of course, I just knocked on the, um, and I was a bit confused. And so, I of course, knocked on the hotel room door next to me. Now, who does that? No one in a hotel goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to knock on the door <laughs> <laughs> really, like downstairs, there's another base, they'll give you a key. will give you like it's one lift ride down. You get a f- fucking free key. It's not hard. He what was, was, apparently- his he was plan. disoriented.
0: He was disoriented. Yeah. He was on alcohol and prescription drugs and it made him disoriented.
1: So what was his plan here? Knock on the door and then once they let him into that room to then bash his way through the wall? Or, <laughs> Potentially. <you know? laughs>
0: maybe, maybe he put out his arms to, to sort of take in the Holy Spirit the way they do in Hillsong and she mm. fell into them by accident.
1: Yeah, exactly. The, look, there, there was... Um, in Pakistan, growing up, we had we didn't have sex education in school, but our Islamic studies lecturer in ninth grade took it upon himself to give us sex education because he's like, you know, these kids fucking need to know something. It's going to be embarrassing. But he couldn't use the word sex because that was, you know, frowned upon in, in the education system and in culture and society in Pakistan. So he used the term falling down. So a man falls down onto a woman. Is the way he phrased it. And I think Brian mm. Houston will have some sympathy for that because it sounds like that's exactly what happened. Either that or Brian Houston is living in an alternate reality where every porn movie setup scenario is coming true. Which is you lose your keys, you knock on your neighbor's door, they open the door in a negligee, you know, bass music plays in the background, like bow chica, bow bow, and then you suddenly start having sex with them. Like that is basically the world that he gets to occupy, which I mean, fuck yeah, if that's what Hillsong is offering, sign me up. Yeah, I think
0: that's
2: why baby point. got involved. <laughs>
0: Did Justin Bieber
2: get involved in Hillsong?
0: Yes, he was a member of Hillsong for quite some time in the States. It's, it is absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. Hills, it's it's ridiculous how big it was. The problem was, though, that the, the pastor in the United States, you're not going to believe this, he got embroiled in some kind of scandal and had to resign. I mean, nah, I, I refuse to.
1: Th- yeah, pastors are an unimpeachable character. I refuse to believe that.
0: I feel like it's now, I'm not going to say a majority, but there's at least three senior Hillsong pastors they've had to sack due to pretty terrible stuff. And maybe don't put all your faith in like some dude as the embodiment of God, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it's it's worked out great for the Catholic Church, though. So I think basically Hillsong's following a great model, a good business model, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to go back to the refugee thing, I I just want to address the fact that Jackie Lambie is the savior of Australia's refugee population. How the fuck did that happen? Who knew this was the world that was happening?
0: I mean, was it a process of elimination that all the major parties basically ruled themselves out? Yes. And she had just enough human decency to actually just do something that was vaguely sensible and right. Is that is that Was it an accident? Was it kind of a Steve Bradbury process of doing the right thing?
1: Hey, it's good to the point where how is she the conscience of Australian politics? Every time something happens, she's the one who bashed Pauline Hanson in in Parliament, you know, on the anti-vax stuff very publicly. She's now, she got a deal with the government to get the, uh, to accept the New Zealand offer, it turns out, and then was, you know, threatened by Scott Morrison, according to her, to keep quiet about it. She says the deal took way longer than she thought it would, which she's furious about. Um, There's been other instances in recent times when she's defended the rights of the maligned And, and fought for the, the poor and, 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 for, and in terms of working rights And things like that where, where, Really? Like that's amazing You know it's one of those things where you see um, Hope and, and inspiration coming from the Unlikeliest of places I'm pretty sure Jackie Lambie was the l- most Unlikeliest of places a few years ago
0: <laughs> She's the stable of Bethlehem Version of the Australian, <laughs> politics, so Australian the, politics Like the least likely place <laughs> it's where she's. So just explain to me exactly what ha- what happened and how she came to be the unlikely savior of all this.
1: So, do you remember the Medivac bill? Yes. Which was yet another one of the Australian government attempts to just randomly torture refugees and make their lives miserable, you know, as if there's some alternate energy source or something. So, the, to get the Medivac bill over the line, they needed to cut a deal with Jackie Lambie. Jackie Lambie said, I will vote for the Medivac bill if, in return, you accept the New Zealand offer for, 100, for 450 refugees, 150 every year, to be accepted by New Zealand. The government said yes to it, and Scott Morrison apparently agreed to that, um, Uh, 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 But part of the agreement was that she has to keep quiet about it, otherwise jail time could be on offing, is according to her. Why
2: why would she... This is the thing that I don't understand. Why would Scott Morrison be allowed to lock up Jackie Lambie for... That's it Because because it's in the legislation that you're not allowed to reveal that the Australian government is being nice to refugees. Is Is that the reason?
1: Basically, or just yeah.
0: transparency is something like the notion that parliamentary privilege Surely. protects um, all this stuff is is now dead. Is that what we're saying? I don't, I don't know. know. It's I, in I, the legislation, yeah.
2: it's not parliamentary privilege. It's in the legislation that if you reveal anything about a refugee at all, you get jail time, and that's what they—that's what Scott Morrison threatened Jackie Lambie with. That wow. is crazy. That, that that is so fucked. That
1: is just. Fucked. What's funny is because if you're, if, if you're bad to refugees, then you can just crow about it all you want. You can talk about it at length. You can advertise it. Yeah, you put it on your campaign post. Yeah, exactly. So I think what what, what actually what they've done here, the government, is they've very cleverly taken a tool away from... The Labour government, because the Labour government could have continued the long and storied Australian tradition of torturing refugees for shits and giggles. But the Liberal Party government, in an attempt to hurt the Labour government, has released the refugees and made their lives better, not to help the refugees, but to spite the Labour government, which now has less refugees to torture, which is an amazing thing. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Can you imagine how begrudging
0: us. that must have been to sign the piece of paper to let them out of the endless hell of detention and let them go to the country that wanted to take them nearly a decade ago? Can you? It must have been like you, pull, you know pulling fingernails. Peter Dutton is maybe... probably
2: wept. You know, we I
1: don't, don't think.
2: Know, I think probably maybe I've, I
1: actually think I know what happened, mm-hmm. which is
2: Peter Dutton is all wanked out.
1: <laughs> He has no more cum in his... He's got no more semen left. He, he's only coming air at this point. Well, we might as well just get rid of him now. No. You know, <laughs> well, he's not the minister. He,
0: he, presumably this wouldn't happen with him still as minister. He's defence now and it's Alex Hawke. He would have made mm. the call. But I must say it is very strange to me. To, to but the hear.
1: announcement wasn't made by Alex Hawke either. The announcement was made by Karen Andrews, the Home Affairs Minister. So at this point, it's just like any department, the sports minister can announce it. Who gives a fuck? Like, it's just bizarre.
0: Because I wouldn't have thought, because Alex Hawke, um, as one of Skomo's fellow conservative Christians, mm-hmm. you wouldn't see him doing anything biblical, like taking pity on the vulnerable.
1: No, no, not at all. That is, that, that's against the Bible at this
0: point. Like, you know, Tanika Murugappan <laughs> and her family, heaven forbid, they be allowed to actually live comfortably in Australia. Like, that still isn't, but even though they're here, there's no stability. Like, mm-hmm. he won't even do that. <laughs> oh
1: man! But look, here's the thing: the refugees get a better life. Find it. It only took nine years of torture and suffering and misery and and deaths and, and
2: yeah. They should be grateful. They should be completely grateful.
1: <laughs> At this point, is New Zealand just basically doing this shit to, to mock us? Like it, I everything so. New Zealand does, it sounds like they're just going, we're going to show everyone how much better we are than Australia. Just despite Australia. Like it's just becoming a thing when we, we have no choice left but to invade New Zealand because they're making us look bad all the time. But the
0: other thing is, we've found an amazing way to deal with refugees so they don't want to come to Australia anymore. I mean, Beirut Pichani is a perfect example. I think he mm-hmm. ended up in America. After experiencing our hospitality for all these years, of course they don't want to come here anymore. Of course they want to go to New Zealand or America. We've made ourselves completely... Like, hellish, she wouldn't want to come here.
1: Well, that's, that's been the policy at work. You know what will happen now is if boats of refugees do come, the Australian Navy will stop them and the, and the refugees will be like, no, 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 we're not coming to Australia. Don't worry about it. You guys can let lost. us pass. We're going around you to New Zealand. Don't worry about it. Well, it is nice though that we're taking some Ukrainians. Well, yes. I mean, look, the, the, uh, we we also. Well, here's the thing. Even that, I'm skeptical about. But if you if you remember, we'd made the announcement of taking what is it, ten thousand Syrians at one point. Oh,
0: yes. I'm so sorry, Sammy. I I quit announcing something with it happening. That that's just, exactly false mistake.
1: It was, uh, and it was supposed to be 10,000 Syrians, and we only ended up resettling about a sixth of the promised amount of Syrians. I don't even know if we ended up taking the 10,000 ever at any point. Um, And so who knows how we're going to, you know, like we know, um, being good to refugees is something that doesn't play well with the electorate. And so who knows if we'll announce that.
2: We now need to come up with some other category of person to pick on. Now that the refugees thing is sort of uh, over... Mm. is there is there some next is, is some uh, like
3: head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman and don't forget about Grey's Anatomy Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
2: I mean, trans, trans kids
1: work as well as refugees. Like, what's the next step? Where well, they're trying it. You refugee know they're, they're, trans kids? You can kind of see them trying it right now. They're going for different groups. They try poor, poor people, you know, yeah. I mean, um, the, the group doesn't, doesn't really um,
0: Scott most keen to distance himself from this week is actually Hillsong. Yeah, um, true. It'd be quite Christians. fun to try it. the other way Christians. around.
1: Let's go for the Christians this time around. <laughs> it's time to start persecuting Christians again. It's been a while. It's uh, the Ro- See, it hasn't happened since the Romans. All right, let's get, let's bring let's bring Christians versus lions back. Is what I am my my campaign pitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's always uplifting getting to just chat about the news of the week with you on a Friday, something and just um, reflect on the just non nonstop wall to wall awesomeness that is this country and all that we do. Why did you move here? In all honesty, <laughs> of imagine all the countries available. I d- <laughs> Why this one? I mean, at this point, I'm...
1: What were my options? The, the United Kingdom with Boris Johnson's prime minister, the United States, which had, which had Donald Trump, currently has Joe Biden, and let's be honest, the next election in the US is going to be the last election in the US ever. Um, like, yeah, uh, you know, imagine how much worse Pakistan is. Fucking New Zealand! <laughs> Fucking New Zealand! You would have had Jacinda Ardern as your prime minister. I know, but at the time, they just had an earthquake. It didn't look like a good thing. <laughs> Our uh,
0: is from Red Microphones. A part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you next week.